another thing with online community is that think about it like having your chosen family because at the end of the day it's technically what you will be coming back to you're listening to digital perspective podcast Hello, I am Eduardo, and I am a digital artist, and I am also a coder. Hello, my name is Julio Varela. I am a 3D digital artist, photographer, and beat maker. And this is Digital Perspective, a show about the artist's perspective. And on today's show, we're talking about online community. But before that, um, how's your week going? My week has been pretty okay. Was... Um, I've been following this virtual gallery that does a lot of, we could say, social distancing art shows, uh, but they use this commercial art, this this commercial center in London. And they recently had this mass, the biggest show that they've ever had. They were showing works by a famous video photography artist. The name of the artist is A.I. Weiwei. The, the group that was putting this on, their name is Circa.Art on Instagram. They're awesome. They literally used this giant OLED screen in this commercial center, and they use it as an art form every day at 8.20 p.m., or how they like to say it in military time. It's 2020 time. I, I know he was on um, Adobe Max when Adobe Max had their show because I watched I his presentation. It. I sadly missed it. I believe I had class during during his presentation. Yeah, you did, you did. Because I was thinking about the time you probably did. Like, and the funny part was like, I actually got put on to what he does from my art professor because he was showing me a lot of artists from the East. And when I got to him in particular, I felt like, oh man, I identify with this guy. I, I love, like me personally, I love a rebel. I love a person who makes a statement. I love a person who's willing to challenge the status quo. So this week, in contrast to last week, when we were learning for failure, I was just getting work done. <laughs> like it was, it was really a week where I definitely got over a lot of stuff I had to do and just put a lot of stuff into like I'm getting this done, I'm getting that done. Like some for university, some for just my personal work that I wanna eventually have out and. I was just just getting work done. Like you know how you get into a groove sometimes, or you just like you like you could just see everything, and you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and you do it, and like you're just able to do everything. Like if you're a writer, right? You know how you get writer's block. This is the complete opposite. Like you're just in your zone, and like whatever you put down is just gold to you. It's just gold. I got, I, I met a guy one time. Uh, he he was showing me a lot of stuff that he was doing, and it was really good stuff. And he was telling me he went on like a 12-hour just binge, just like just doing the craft. You know, like I've, I've heard people going on 17-hour binges and like just getting work done. And I think that's great. Like the volume of work, like like you don't have to, like if you listen to this, you don't have to do 17 hours, 12 hours, like just put in the work. Because at the end of the day, you can edit down whatever you're doing. And that's really what's important is that you're just, you're just putting hours in every day yep um yeah putting hours every day and everything that you do it's important it i know that it is hard to find the time it is always hard to find the time um but once you do 
you know that you have it there and you know that that is a secure time that you have for you to do anything you want when it comes to your art practices. I'm still trying to figure out my times. I know Eddie is trying to figure out his times. It's okay. It takes yeah, time. It's, pun intended. No, no. It, it, like Julio's definitely right. Like, like when Julio's talking about like figuring out your times, like I happen to have gotten into like a straight eight hours of work. I'm outside of that now. And I'm just kind of staring at my work, figuring out how to like edit it down to something that I definitely would consider presentable. And that happens to people all the time. Like you can just get into your groove and you just start putting out work. And that's beautiful. And then you know, when you have to edit down your work and you have to like put it down and look at it objectively, like does it meet your morals? Does it meet your aesthetic? Does it meet your vision? And that's really what's important is does it meet your vision? You know, for a lot of people, I understand when you're a, a beginning artist, it's kind of hard to like figure out what your vision is. But what helps out a lot with that is that you immerse yourself in some sort of community, you know, like your fellow artists, you know, what you're doing because I had this happen to me where I actually asked a fellow artist. I was like, I don't have a style. I'm just trying to figure out my style. And that artist told me, like, just keep working. You know, just keep working. You'll figure out who you are as you keep working. And and, and that's probably the best advice I've gotten as far as, like, style is concerned. Is, like, just keep working. Whether you're looking at what other people are doing, if you're just doing whatever you're doing, you'll eventually get the the necessary, like, I know people who, who do art and like look at other artists and they'll pick up stuff that they love about them. Like definitely take whatever you love about them, make it yours and just incorporate it in whatever you do because your message is not the same as their message. And and that's what's beauty when you this is the beautiful part when you bring it into your community. It's like you'll get it in a community with a bunch of artists and you're not bringing the same thing to the table. You know, you're bringing in your point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Bringing your point of view into specific topics is very important. And out in the professional world, sometimes that's exactly what they want. And you just got to give it to them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, if you're doing commercial art, you're you're going to bring in whatever they want. But they definitely want a fresh take on whatever it is they want. And that's kind of important. Like, I've done... Uh, freelance work right where they want a website but they don't and this is all they tell me and i hate this where they go i just don't want it to look the same as everybody else that's great but you're not telling me what you want you know like if you're by the way if you're a graphic designer and you're listening to this brand brand is the most important thing all right so like when you get a customer that goes I don't I just don't want it to be the same. Like just dig into them. Like what is it that they stand for? What is it that they want? How do they want to be perceived? What are they looking at long term? Like that's important. If you're a designer, did you meet people? It's the same thing. Like for people who do art deliverables for other people and they give you like this weird blanket of creativity that doesn't mean that they want you to go you know balls to the wall whatever you think like they still have input like they're still the customer it's important for you to realize that they're they're probably thinking of something a certain way but they just don't know how to tell you stuff and it's important for you to tease it out of them
So, as far as like today's topic, we're talking about online community. Now, this is important for, especially for like the COVID era. Like, this is important. You're working online. A lot of the stuff that you're doing is online. We have very minimal contact with people. So, you want to get your art out. You want to get your brand out. You want to get what you're doing out. This is kind of important. We talked about individual stuff in a lot of other podcasts as far as like different types of social media with Instagram and stuff like that. But if you're doing something as a group project with other artists, you're going to need to specify that this is what you're doing. Whether you're creating a website that's just for that moment, it's kind of important that we're doing a community project or we're doing individual projects, but we decided to come together as a force because we have some sort of commonality. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be the same subject or topic, but you know, we're like it could be like we're all new artists or we're all artists from this city. It's important to define what's going on because at the end of the day, like you want to have an audience that understands where you're coming from. You might not have prospective buyers. That's its own topic and its own thing. And that's another day from now. But just getting yourself out there, promotion, like that's that's important. It is absolutely important for you to just get out there in what it, whichever way you think it's the most comfortable with you. For example, in my case, I have been doing this Instagram thing for years. Uh, I have been part of this online artist community for years, and I have made a lot of connections, let me tell you. I currently am a moderator for Instameet Providence. We are a photography group. Uh, we do meetups uh, now in the time of COVID is a little bit more challenging. We have done a couple. Uh, we did a our first uh, mask mat. You had to wear it was required for you to wear a mask um, and it was only your phone. So there wasn't a cross contamination because, you know, sometimes when you have cool gear, people want to be touching that stuff. So we didn't want that. So we were just like, it's only your phones. Uh, we're going to be teaching you cool tricks about how to take dope pictures on your phone. I wasn't there because I couldn't I couldn't take the risk, unfortunately. But being in the planning for all of that was just like, whoa, I never thought that I would be part of something like this just by attending an event. Um, nowadays, in the age of COVID, it goes as long as just now in the age of COVID, it goes as far as a like on Instagram or Twitter. It, I don't even know how to compare, how to make that up. I, it is just like, we are in a time that being online means just so much. At least for a lot of digital artists, I know for me, um, the Instagram art community is just like booming. And it's booming right now. And it's all, we just like each other's stuff. We comment on each other's stuff. And that's how we form a community. And then eventually, there will be that one person in the community that sees something in you and they want to work with that. That's how Eddie and I are working on this podcast right now. We didn't meet online. We met at school, but we are in the same field. We are in the same field of art. So we already have that connection there and we know the struggle technically 
Right. And that's important. Like when you want to do a lot of like online community work, you should definitely reach out to the people that have the same interests as you. And you're not all of your friends or your associates, because not everybody's your friend, just people you know, feel the same way you do, or they might feel the same way you do, but they might be a little shy about what they do, but it's fine. Just get the people that are willing to put their work out there so that you as a community can put your work out there. And those people that are shy in the second round, those are new people. They can put their work out there as well. It it, it definitely doesn't hurt to reach out to as many people as you can. You're going to get no's. Like when I started thinking about this podcast in general, I started thinking about people who I can work with, but I also started thinking about people that I just, I don't want them to be the same person that I am. Like, I didn't feel like it was productive for you to hear the same thing two times. We may agree on stuff, but I also wanted a different viewpoint on certain things, a different thing that I wasn't looking at, you know, and definitely Julio has brought that to the scene. Like, he's definitely looked at things in a different light that I looked at, even though we've been pretty much homogeneous on stuff and you know eventually that's i feel like there's going to be certain episodes where we're not going to be and that's perfectly fine with me that's perfectly fine with me because i didn't intend this to be the hunky dory okay everybody agree on podcast like we're different people we're in different points of our lives we're literally just bringing everything that we see throughout the week we're bringing it into this podcast to talk about it sometimes before we even hit record we're talking about everything that happened this week just so we don't spawn all of that into our podcast because otherwise we would just be telling you everything but we don't want to do that because we want to talk about very specific topics and online community community in general looks different for everybody community could be you going to a physical place to hang around a specific type of people that you really like hanging around of or being part of a certain type of online following. That's technically a community right there. A hashtag is a community. One of my current favorite hashtags is called uh, Felt Sign. They are, an on- we could tell by the name, uh, they are an online sign on Instagram for digital art. And their hashtag is booming with all kinds of levels of digital work. And it's just beautiful to see. And, you know, I could say that I'm happy that I'm using that hashtag just because that's just another level of me technically in quotation, putting it that into quotations. It's me getting out there. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think for, like, most people, like, they think digital art and they'll only search the hashtag digital or digital art or digital artist, it's it's important to, to put that out there, especially as digital artists, new media is also a thing. You know, what you just said was a new was also something new. Um, 3D art, 3D modeling. These are all these things that pertain to new media art or digital art or just 3D art in general. Like, it's not, we're not, and art in general is not one thing. Because if you look at other disciplines, you're looking at time periods, you're looking at movements, you're looking at what's going on in your local area. Because I remember Chicago for uh, uh, quite some time, like like glitch art. For people who don't know about glitch art, first of all, glitch art is a great thing. But for people who didn't look at glitch art, like if you look at Chicago style glitch art, 
Like that was like the apex, in my opinion. This is just my opinion. Other people have other opinions, but like I looked at it, and it was like the apex of glitch art at that point. But then it became mainstream, and this is the thing about art: is that once something becomes mainstream, it gets diluted. It's just like I'm going to show you how to do this. But the thing that makes art special, the thing that makes art important, is we're talking about something. Whether we're talking about current politics, whether we're talking about the current way of being, whether we're talking about a certain topic, whether we want to advance a conversation, like these are the things that make art necessary. Like when people when people think, oh, art's not necessary. No, art is definitely necessary. Look at your phone. Look at how it was designed. Look at how your homes are built. Look at how buildings are built. Look at all these aesthetics. Let me tell you something. An architect is an artist. Let me tell you something. Somebody who designed your iPhone or your Android phone, that's an artist. For people who campaign banners for Coca-Cola or other companies like that, those are artists. When you look at cartoons, those are artists. When you look at movies, those are artists. When you get 3D stuff, those are artists. It's just whether you're an artist for yourself or whether you're an artist delivering deliverables. Or whether, you know, and that's what's important. Like, you need to understand, like, people perceive artists as, like, just painters. And painters are very important in the grand scheme of art. But they're not the only people involved. We have sculptors. We have ceramics people. We have knitters. We have folk art. We have digital media people. We have graphic designers. We have printmakers. Like, and this goes on and on and on. Like, it's not just one brand, like. I understand that people understand that it's just one thing, but it's definitely our job as artists. And I, I firmly believe this. It's our job as artists to put whatever our discipline is out there for the masses. Because the masses need to understand that art encompasses this wide ranging thing. It's not just, oh, it's just art. Well, I mean, what's art to you? <laughs> Another thing with online community is that think about it like, having your chosen family because at the end of the day it's technically what you will be coming back to to have a breather if we could say if that makes sense because i look at online community right now as a support of an endless amount of people because you could have an online community that is very tight-knit you could have very selected you could follow very selected people you could be one of those people I love following everything that interests me on Instagram. And I may not see all of those things on my feed. But you know what? I don't care. Because at the end of the day, I'm still following them. And at some point, either their stories or posts are going to pop up. At some point, the algorithm on Instagram is always changing. It is not the best algorithm that we have out there for social media. It sucks. Let's be honest. We all know this. We all know this. Instagram Give us our chronological algorithm back. It is beneficial for artists, especially artists that are just starting up. Well, well, here's, here's something I want to interject with. I think it's important like for an artist, any artist in general, if you want to start some sort of micro movement, 
where you're doing a certain thing and that's your hashtag, make it known because make that hashtag known because that hashtag is very important. Like in your community that, that you're working with, nine times out of 10, these people are also dealing with the same thing you're dealing with and they can sit there and promote that hashtag and you can get certain things out. I know for a fact there's YouTube, there's people on YouTube who are artists, commercial or um, just, you know, just freelance artists or whatever general. And they get frustrated. Like I, I listen to them. Like I, I follow certain people, and and I hear the frustration with this whole the algorithm does this, the algorithm does that, and and I and I understand because the majority of the people are on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Is DeviantArt still a thing? Behance. We're not on the same thing. So like, there's also like like Tumblr still a thing for people. I don't know. But it's good. It's a good thing that you bring Behance up because Behance it is it is a social networking platform that is completely entirely dedicated to artists of any kind, whether you're a painter, photographer, digital artist, fashion designer, anything. If your work, if you do not have a website or you do not have the funds to get a website, because I get it, having a website is quite expensive if you are doing it through Squarespace or Wits or something like that you have to buy a domain and buying a domain sometimes can be too much with Behance the fun part about Behance is that Behance is owned by Adobe so you are automatically signed up for an Adobe account technically and also an Adobe portfolio website you do not get your own domain that your domain is under Adobe but they just give it to you and anything that you put on your Behance goes and becomes a website that's amazing that's literally what i send out to uh, to people when they ask for my portfolio i just send them this link and they just go there and it's great that's an absolute way to start up an online community behance is an behance is a small online community but it's a community and that's what matters community can be two three people but it's still a community i think with what he's saying, like, I want to bring up some other points where at the end of the day, as an artist, it's definitely up to you whether you want to do something like like Behance or whether you want your own website. Like people will tell you that, you know, having a website is important or just being present in something that everybody's looking at, like Behance, because it is Adobe. And for those who do work with Adobe products, it's probably important to them to be relevant in that, you know, where I would probably say that having a website is important, but I think depending on where your stage of uh, your artistry is at is, is, is what's important to you. And it's important for you to figure out what's important to you. If you want to be visual, obviously you want to be in social media. If you're looking to have a specific type of work and, and a website is, is probably more important to you. If you're looking to be important in a niche in a certain niche, things like Behance, or if you're a 3D artist, there's stuff out there for that. If you're a graphic designer, there's stuff out there for that. If you're an artist that deals with illustration, painting, sculpture, there's definitely things for you to look out for. But at the end of the day, is that you need to make sure that you have a base where you can point people to for your personal artwork. And that's, that's where you have to figure out whether a website uh, or being part of a community website is important to you. 
as far as like if you're a student and you have other students and you're dealing with COVID, obviously, and you want to get your work out there, like there's definitely guidance from your professors. And, and and for those of you that don't have guidance, which I I don't see it, but let's just say let's just say you don't have any guidance from your professors. Let's let's put a hypothetical out there. You don't have any guidance from your professors, but you definitely want to exhibit what you have for this year. You're not BFA or you are BFA. Talk to the students, your your fellow classmates. Just ask like, do you have something that's complete? Do you have something that's out there? And most of the time, your your college or university has a gallery, and that means that they have a website, and that means you can talk to the gallery manager, and you can tell them, I have X amount of students with me, and we want to put something out there, and nine times out of ten, they're going to be more than happy to let you put something on their website, because it serves two purposes. One, you as the artist, not have your work put out there, and them as the gallery, have something to show. Let, and, let, and let's be real about this. If we're looking at this from a business standpoint, there's a lot of galleries out there that are closing, a lot of prominent galleries on top of that. And there's galleries that they want to stay afloat. If you're looking at this from a business standpoint, they want to stay afloat. And if they think their work is good enough, they're going to sit there and put it out there on their website. And you never know if some of the works that you have are worthy of being brought by potential customers. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to us ramble about the things that we care about. Because that's literally what we're doing here. Oh yeah, all day, every day. I definitely want to leave you out with a quote. that It was something that me and Julio were talking about. And not necessarily a quote from somebody else. It's important for you to, whether you want to or not, put the work out there. You have at minimum two hours a day, one hours a day. But it's important for you to put the work out there. So that when somebody comes calling, you have something to show. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody. Next up, we have episode six. It's our lawn chair episode. Our lawn chair episode. This will be our first one. Uh, Technically, what this means is that we're just talking about something random that we decided on the spot. We have already recorded this. And the next episode will be talking about tech. So tune in next week. We're going to be talking about tech and favorite techs, our setup, and all that stuff. Give us a rating on iTunes or anywhere that you're listening to Spotify. Give us a tweet. Give us an Instagram. Send us a message. You know, we're here. Ask us questions. Tell us a story. We'd love to hear you. So our email is going to be on the description in the podcast that you follow in. Please feel free to send us a message on anything that we just spoke about. And here we'll be, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.